Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterland. You know that song right there, Last Dance with Mary Jane or, or Mary Jane's Last Dance by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? That was ruled the second best Tom Petty song ever in a, in a poll that I saw online that said Tom Petty songs ranked the greatest Tom Petty songs uh, in order. And it, and it had, it had like 10 through 1. And, and that song right there was uh, was, was number two, the, the second greatest Tom Petty song of all time, Mary Jane's Last Dance. Yeah, how do, how do you when you hear that song? How do you interpret it? I think it's a great song, and I remember the video. Okay, with the with, with the dead, was it Kim Basinger, the actress? Was it? I think it was her uh, who was who was in the video, and um, I think I, I think that's a that's a that's a great song, and 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 I know music is subjective, and I know different people prefer different songs from artists, but uh, a, a few weeks ago. I just happened to be uh, online and I and I saw Tom Petty songs ranked, and it was a it was a it was a music website. I don't know exactly which one it was, but it was very interesting. And I I I agreed with uh, a bunch of it. They had they had Free Fallen ranked as the greatest Tom Petty song ever. When I hear and I'm free, 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 free falling. Yeah. I don't know. When I hear the lyrics to Mary Jane's Last Dance, it sounds like he wants to hit the weed one more time before he gives it up. Smoke weed every day. He's like, you, you know, can, you can, you can hear <laughs> you know, that. One last dance with Mary Jane. You know, one more time to kill the pain. It's like he wants to smoke weed one last time just to, just to relax before he says, all right, I got to give the weed up. That's what it sounds like to me, but I know. Every, like you said, it's subjective. It's, everybody has their own interpretation. Yeah, and I mean, you know, bands make videos for their songs because they help promote the song. 
But the bad thing about the video is if you see things in the video that you don't hear in the song. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, every artist will tell you if they're ever asked what that song is about, they'll tell you it's about whatever you think it's about. That's what that song's about. So when you see the video for, for Mary Jane's Last Dance and there's a dead Kim Basinger in the video, it's like, wow, well, I didn't think it was about, you know, Kim Basinger being dead and and whether she was Mary Jane in the video or not. You know, that's up to, you know, everybody can can come up with their own meaning for for what the song means. And then and then um again in the in the rankings I saw said it said Free Fallin' from Tom Petty was the greatest song he ever he ever did. Last Dance Last Dance with Mary Jane, Mary Jane's Last Dance was the second best song he ever did. Um American Girl was the third best song he ever did. And I got to be honest with you, those are three great songs and those may be the three greatest Tom Petty songs. Again, it's it's subjective. But but that's always fun. If you're, if you're hanging out with your with your friends or your soulmate or or whoever and you say, "Hey, what's what's the greatest song Tom Petty ever did?" I mean, it's hard not to say Free Fallin' is his best song. Yeah. I wonder what um, Tim Petit's top 10 songs are. Yeah, the, the Tom Petty tribute band here yeah. in New Orleans that is made up of all New Orleans mus- musicians who are all in their own original bands, but they, but they get together once in a while and they, and they play Tom Petty songs and they call themselves uh, Tim Petit. Yeah, I wonder what their top, top songs are. Probably the same, right? Free I don't know, but, I, but Tom Petty's one of those artists, Coleman, who has so many really, really good songs. It's it's hard to rank the ten best Tom Petty songs. But again, I I have a tough time saying Free Fallen isn't his best song. That American Girl isn't his second or third best song. That last jan- dance with Mary Jane isn't his second or or th- or third best song. I mean, you know, where, where's Refugee? Where's Where's Breakdown? They're they're right up there. You'd have to say those are those are in the argument as well. I mean, he had he had uh, a a lot of great songs, and he he died way too early. I miss Tom Petty. I miss the Heartbreakers. Yesterday on hit, on our show, we played the song, the Don Henley song, Boys of Summer. Did you know that Tom Petty's Heartbreaker guitarist, Mike Campbell, wrote the music for that song? He wrote that song, and then he, then he brought it to Tom Petty, and Tom Petty really wasn't feeling it. And he said to Mike Campbell, you know, you take you take this and, 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 and do something with it or give it to somebody else. And Mike Campbell just happened to bump into Don Henley. He might have made a phone call. 
to a record guy saying, hey, I got this music. My guy, Tom Petty, isn't feeling it. Let me, let me give it to Don Henley to see if he's feeling it. And sure enough, Don Henley heard the music to Boys of Summer, and he said, you know what? Let me, let, me, let me take this home. Let me listen to this. Let me see if I can come up with some lyrics and something. And sure enough, Don Henley came up with Boys of Summer for the music that guitarist Mike Campbell from, from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers wrote. And he first put it in front of Tom Petty, and Tom Petty said, I wasn't really hearing anything. I wasn't really feeling it. And Don Henley ends up writing the lyrics to Boys of Summer to the music of that song. And that ended up being Don Henley's greatest song that he that he wrote on his own. Which is weird because Don Henley's uh, Boys of Summer, and when you hear the guitarist from American Girl, they seem sort of similar. So you, you would think that. Tom Petty would kind of feel it like a some of the, bit. yeah some of the riffs are kind of similar when you, when you visualize well audibly <laughs> hear it in your head when you run it back they have the same kind of vibe. So, anyways, uh, I thought that was cool. And, and and if you didn't know that that Mike Campbell, the guitarist of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, wrote the music for Boys of Summer. He did, and boy, uh. Don Henley certainly made something of, of, of that piece of music. I learned something today. Well, we try every day. All right. Coming up on the show this morning, police are looking for a woman who, who bit off most of the ear of a police officer last Friday night at a bar in Homa. She pulled a Mike Tyson. And, and, and cops are looking for her. She was fighting with a, with a group of, of women at a bar this past Friday night in Homa. Police showed up to uh, break up the fight. And wouldn't you know, while one cop was breaking up the fight of, between the women, this one woman... Who, she uh, she bit off most of his ear, and then I think she did what the Van, what, what 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 Mike Tyson did with the Vander Holyfield. I think she just spit it on the ground. She went, Poof! not very womanly. And I'm looking at her picture. She's got a gap at, between her front teeth that uh, you would think the ear would have the cop's ear would have gotten stuck in that gap. Um. Stay tuned for that. And if you know someone, work with someone on a regular basis, see them on a regular basis, and they stink, they smell, you'd have to tell them, right? Why are you looking at me like that, John? Stay tuned for those uh, reports and a lot of rocking to do this morning on the show. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterland. There's a local woman who police are looking for, and they say... She bit off a police officer's ear. This happened uh, Friday night. Authorities say a homo woman is wanted. Down in Homa, this past Friday night, she was at a bar there and a fight broke out with some women, a female fight Friday night at a bar in Homa. Coleman, we've been down to Homa a few times. We've had a good time every time we've we've been in Homa, in or around Homa. Yep, never saw any female fights when we went. Never saw that. But this past Friday night at a bar in Homa, it was uh, Joni B's Bar on Howard Avenue in Homa. It was about quarter after midnight. Police got a call that several women were fighting in the parking lot of Joni B's Bar. Have, have you ever witnessed, like, females fighting like throughout your lifetime? Yeah, I've, 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 I've witnessed well, that a few times. Well, when you, when you see females fighting... Do you have that thought in the back of your head, like you cross your fingers hoping one of their boobs pop out in the middle of the fight? Like sure. A, all right. Just make, I just want to make sure it wasn't me because I've seen females fight a few times, and I know I'm supposed to go in and try, try to break it up and preserve the peace. But I, there's that one thought in the back of my head, like, you know, if this goes on long enough, a boob might accidentally pop out, and I didn't know whether I should feel guilty about that or not. Well, when the when the police showed up, And they tried breaking up the fight. During the struggle, one police officer grabbed Michelle Smith and he was trying to get her to stop fighting. And according to police, Michelle Smith completely bit a large portion of the right ear completely off. 
the police officer, and she fled the area before she could be apprehended. The officer was taken to a, a local medical facility, and he's currently recovering from the injury. Michelle Smith is now wanted on one count of second-degree battery, and a warrant has been issued for her arrest. But obviously, if uh, you know or see Michelle Smith, be very careful. You know, when, when criminals are being looked for, authorities always tell you, you know, watch out. Be careful because the, the, the criminal could, could be armed and dangerous. Here, the criminal, Michelle Smith, she may not be armed with, with, with a gun, but she's armed with her teeth. And if, she, if she's willing to bite the ear off of a police officer who is trying to get her to stop fighting, uh, she's willing to do pretty much anything. I mean, think about that. What type of mind does a woman have to have if she's in a fight at a, in, a, in a bar parking lot at quarter after 12 and when the cop shows up to break up the fight, she then decides to bite the ear, most of the ear, off of the police officer who's telling her to, to stop fighting. I'm going to assume that alcohol played a large part in that decision. I mean, they are at a bar. And you're not going to a bar at around midnight not to drink. So I'm quite sure she was drunk. And But the thing is, where does one like that go now? Where is Homer? Where do you go and nobody knows you? We have your name, Michelle Smith. We know how you look. We have your picture. So does she flee town? Uh, somebody has to know who she is, right? Is she going to pop up in California or something? Well, her picture's all over the local <laughs> yeah. media. And she's smiling, and she's got a big gap in her between her two front teeth. Um and you would think part of the ear would have gotten stuck. Part of that cop's ear would have been stuck in the in the in the gap between her two front teeth. Uh, Eric says, "I'll be sure to keep an ear on the ground for her." Hmm. Good job, yeah. Eric. David says the officer should be happy that she wasn't on her knees. Hey, now, David. Hey. Ooh. Hey. That's scary. <laughs> Well, you got Mike Tyson, and you got Michelle Smith of Homa. It must be tough being a police officer, you know, waking up one day with your whole ear, then working your shift, then after that shift, the next day you don't have a part of your ear. You know, being a police officer is a very dangerous job. Well, every police officer would tell you their 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 whole goal when they wake up in the morning is to... Um, have a good day at work and then and then come home and and come home exactly like they went to work and and he didn't leave for work on Friday uh with one and a quarter ear ears he uh he left with with two full ears yeah that's a rough one i wouldn't want to go to work the next day can i can i take the rest of the week off well, like I said, he, he was taken to a medical center where, where he was being worked on. Again, I don't know if if she, if, if she did like Mike Tyson when he fought Evander Holyfield. I don't know if she spit the ear out of her mouth 
onto the ground before she fled. You you would hope she did, and they're and they're able to uh, to to reattach the police officer's ear there in Homa. Here's hoping. You know, in the in the picture of her going around, it's just her smiling face. Yeah, I think they found that off social media. I don't think that's a that's not, <laughs> they didn't find the picture of her like you know when she actually bit the ear off. No, no, that wasn't from Friday night. <laughs> no. It's just a picture of her to say this is who we're looking for. Um, but you know, you you look at a, a a woman, Michelle Smith here, smiling, and and you know, the last thing you'd think of is she'd be biting the ear off of a of a police officer. Wouldn't that be ironic if that was the last thing she thought too? Like she she didn't wake up expecting to bite a person's ear off. Yeah, but <laughs> when when she when she's fighting in that. Bar's parking lot in Homa, a quarter after 12 this past Friday night. Who's to think she would lose her head so much that when someone, a police officer in uniform, tried to break up the fight she was in, that she would then decide in her state of mind at that moment to bite the ear off of a police officer. I hope they find it. What has been a few days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, you know, most people, Coleman, who are in a fight, if a cop in uniform is breaking up the fight, they would they would they would listen to the cop without biting off the majority of his ear. I wonder what they were fighting about. You think it was about a man? Or you think it was about astrophysics? You think it was about the theory of relativity? Well, most men fight, and this is in a bar parking lot or anywhere else, most men fight over either money or a woman. So why would why would why would most women be fighting? Would it be the same reason over money or a man? Who's to say? Or do you think here that um, Michelle Smith felt disrespected? So someone, she, in, in her opinion, disrespected her. It's hard to tell. Women, I've seen women fight over having the same pair of shoes. So who's to tell? Hmm. <laughs> this uh, this text says, does she paint art? Is she a reverse Vince Van Gogh? Yeah, Van Gogh <laughs> lost his ear. No, he didn't lose it. He cut it off. Yeah. yeah you can text us if you want. We, we always appreciate the texts. If you've got something to add to this, 504-260-9595. Always keep your text short. If it's good, we will read it coming up on the show. And and please never text while you're driving. Uh, you, you don't see this very often where, where a woman bites off a cop's ear. <laughs> did, you, did you hear me? <laughs> no, I had to put my ear back in. Boy, oh boy. All right, we, we have a lot of stuff to get to on the show this morning. If if you know someone or work with someone who, who stinks, and I mean they smell, you got to tell them, right? You can't just keep letting them show up stinking. Um, we'll, we'll tell you about that. 
Um, hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. I just read, well, today is National Fast Food Day. And according to the CDC, 36% of Americans eat fast food every day. Can you believe that? And according to a new study, the most unhealthful, the unhealthiest fast food item is Wendy's Pretzel Bacon Pub Triple Cheeseburger. That contains 1,910 milligrams of sodium, 45 grams of fat, and 1,520 calories. You know, I've seen on that show, My 600-Pound Life, when that doctor in Houston tries to get those people to lose weight, he puts them on a 1,200-calorie-a-day diet. 1,200 calories a day. This one sandwich has 1,520 calories in it. And it's recommended by four out of five financially strapped cardiac surgeons. <laughs> the uh, pretzel bacon pub triple cheeseburger from Wendy's. Hmm. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. In Lafouche Parish the other day, the cops there were following around a, a, a drug dealer, a, a guy that they had known because he had been arrested before for, for selling drugs. He had been arrested uh, this past May, and they suspected he was still dealing drugs. So the other day, Lafouche Parish Police pulled him over in a traffic stop. During the stop, the cops had a canine dog there, and that canine alerted the officers to the possible presence of narcotics inside the vehicle. During the search of the vehicle, police in Lafouche Parish located a loaf of bread in its retail packaging. Inside the package, they discovered part of the loaf of bread had been hollowed out to conceal a bag containing over 50 grams of methamphetamine. I'm on meth. Meth bread! And so they... Uh, they arrested, they, they arrested the man for. I mean, he's a drug dealer in Lafouche Parish. Yeah, he's I, already he's already been arrested this year back in May for dealing uh, drugs. Cops suspected him again. Yeah, it, it but it was a traffic stop, and, and this is where he hid the methamphetamine. 
uh, inside the loaf of bread, meth bread, Coleman. Yeah, I just don't like the idea of cops following the person around just to, waiting for them to make a mistake so they can have an excuse to bust them. That, I get it. Beth is wrong. Don't sell meth, whatever. But the fact that the cop, if, if the cops are just following this guy around on a suspicion and they're waiting on him to do something dumb like a, he didn't use his blanker just to have an excuse to pull him over, that, something about that doesn't sit well with me. I don't, I don't like that. Ugh, that's, that's, that sounds like... And I don't know. I don't, it just seems wrong. Well, he's in his 40s. Like I said, they suspected him. He has a record. I get it, all that, but if you're just following a guy around just to, for him to make a mistake so you have an excuse to bust him, that something about that doesn't seem morally accurate to me. I don't know what he did to get pulled over, but he was pulled over in Lafouche Parish. And the Lafouche Parish authorities... They they had a they had the canine dog there and started barking. I hope there was more to it than he just. It was a random traffic stop. I hope there was more to it than that. Yeah, meth, um, pretty dangerous drug. You know, meth isn't one of those drugs that it's it's not like taking a pill or a drug that some people can enjoy now and then. You know, usually when people are are on meth, they they want more, and they want more, and they want more. Yeah, they tweak out. <laughs> yeah, they, a lot of tweaking is done. I'm on meth. By meth users. But um, now the cops found found this drug dealer's uh, dope, found his meth, and it was uh, inside of a loaf of bread. Bread is pretty healthy, though, so, I mean, <laughs> a lot of carbs, but. Yeah, well, meth bread is is not uh, is not good for you, obviously. No. All right, coming up next on the show, got this morning's Big O segment. You you got to be honest with someone if you work with them or see them regularly. If they smell, if they if they smell bad, right? If they stink, you have to tell them. You can't you can't let them. Keep walking around stinking, right? Um, that's coming up next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, I'm John Osterlind. And since it's a few minutes after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. 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 Always want to get your take on the Big O. If you work with someone, now that a bunch of people are getting back to the office after a pandemic, Or, or if this happened before, if, if you know someone or you work with them and they smell bad, 
should you should you tell them? You know, this this happened to me. I used to work with someone that stunk. And after a couple days, I said that I have to say something. And I'm not doing it to be mean. I, I'm doing it because this person literally stinks. And so and so I I said something to him. And and you know what he know what he said to me? I, I said, look. I said, dude, I you know I I I, I like you. You you're you're a good person, but I I've, I've got to tell you. You smell. You 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 have an odor coming from you. That is not good. You know what he said to me? He said, I know exactly what I smell like, and I smell like this on, on purpose because I don't want people getting too close to me. Good answer. Good answer. How about that? Good answer. That's genius. Why didn't I think of that? Huh. Wow. But I, I, I think some of us know someone whether whether it's a friend or a friend of a friend or a relative or, or someone we work with that smells bad and you may think it's wrong to tell them because it's mean but when you tell the truth that's where that cliche comes from sometimes the truth hurts but you're just being honest that's why you need to tell someone if they if they smell bad right to me it depends on what type of smell it is and whether or not the person can do something about it cuz there i i i've had some coworkers that that's just their natural body smell and no matter what they do they can't do anything about it so you can't you, you, telling them is not going to make a difference Whereas if it's something like must, like they forgot to put deodorant on or maybe they're using the wrong type of deodorant or if their clothes have that sour water smell like they didn't dry, they wash their clothes correctly. Yeah, you could tell them about that because those are things that could be fixed. But if the, if it's their natural body odor and no matter what they do, they can't they can't fix it. Maybe something's wrong with their pH balance or something. Maybe they're eating the wrong type of foods. It doesn't make no sense to tell them because it can't change. That's just how they smell. But Coleman, slow down. Okay. Body odor is body odor. Yes. B BO smells a certain way. Yeah, but there's different types. There's sweaty body odor. There's musty body odor. There's bad breath. Like You can tell somebody about their bad breath. However, what if they have halitosis and they can't do nothing about it? I've had a church member, well, back when I went to church, there was one church member, no matter what they did, their breath would always smell because they had a, a mouth disease. So it didn't matter whether you told them or not. They knew they couldn't do anything about it. Whereas if somebody just had bad breath for that time and then you give them a mint or your breath kind of smells, you can tell those people because you can they can fix it. You see what I mean? Like, like you and I work in this this room together. The, our studio here at Bayou, it's not that big. Mm -hmm. And if if Coleman stunk, I would I would I would have to I would have to tell you if you stunk because 
I have to sit in this small room with you five days a week. I understand that. And I would, too, depending on what the smell is. Because sometimes after you go downstairs to get your muffin and your banana, you let a few rip. But that's your net, that, that happens when you eat. You pass gas. Hey, that's a digestive issue. Exactly. Right. So it doesn't make no sense for me to tell you, wow, John, you let one rip. I know you thought it was silent, but I could smell it because you're going to do it again the next time you have a banana and a muffin. But that's just what your body does. Now, if it's just a, a body odor that you can fix, I would definitely be like, John, you got to watch under your arms or something. But the passing of the gas is like, well, that happens when you eat the banana and the muffin. So what am I supposed to do? Tell you not to eat? I think the best news you gave me all day was that the store downstairs was closed for repairs or something like that for the rest of the week. So I don't have to deal with it later on when you try to go downstairs to get your banana. Wait, wait, wait. Slow down. You're telling me that that on a regular basis after after I have something to eat in here that 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 I fart? That's what you're telling me? Sometimes you don't you don't smell yourself? I mean, occasionally. I mean, I think we we all, you know, sometimes you have to. But but I don't think regularly. Not regularly, but, you know, it's happened a few times. But what can you do? Everybody passes gas. So that's not nothing I should be. I can't tell you to stop passing gas. You'll blow up and explode. So, But if it's something different, like uh, you just have a natural body odor that you can wash, yeah, I would tell you. But if it's something like you burp or you fart, it doesn't matter to me. That's just natural. If you're listening, I, w- I want to hear from you. Text us. H- have you ever had a had a, a friend, a family member, someone you work with, someone that you see regularly, and they they stink? You you have to tell them. Now you be polite when you tell them, and and, and you can say, look. I like you. I'm, I'm just telling you this because I like you. Like I had to do one time. I'm, I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm, I'm not just walking by you saying, hey, you stink. But, but, but if I have to be this close to you regularly, you, you can't be smelling like this. Now, I I have uh, one friend, and I've said this before on the show, he says he has never, ever in his life used deodorant, but he never stunk. You know that friend of mine, Mm Cole. You told me that, and and you're right. I've never known him to have a bad body odor, and and it surprised me when he said that he didn't wear deodorant. I'm like, what? Because he actually smells decent when you're around him. You don't smell anything from him. But if we know someone who who literally smells bad, he's got body funk. He, he's got he's got bo, or or she's got bo. I think this is more of a man thing than a than a woman thing. Usually, women walk by; they always smell so good. Usually, usually, yeah. When a when a when a woman you work with or walks walks by. Whether it's what she put in her hair or, or, you know, a woman will walk by and like the the whole area just starts, it comes alive. It smells fantastic. This is is usually a a guy thing. Have have you ever, have you ever dealt with this? And, And if you do, 
you have to tell them, right? I think you're only hurting the situation and you're hurting yourself because you got to deal with it if you don't tell them. Once again, if it's something that they, I know they can fix with a wash off or maybe something different, a different procedure, maybe a different deodorant, yes, I would tell them. But if it's something natural that they can't fix for whatever reason, whether it's a, a gum disease or whether they just smell bad naturally because they sweat a lot, it doesn't make no sense to tell them because they can't fix it even if they tried. Well, if, if you're going to say someone something to someone who smells bad, just do it respectfully, yep. and 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 that's that's fine. There, there's there's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, is this something that you've ever had to deal with? Text us five zero four two six zero ninety five ninety five. If your text is good, we'll read it uh, coming up next on the show. Always keep your text short, and please never text while you're driving. Here on Bayou ninety five point seven. New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. With Thanksgiving around the corner, airports are facing a shortage of TSA officers. As a result, travelers should be prepared to fondle themselves. What a difference this year, Thanksgiving, compared to, to last year, huh? We can actually live our lives again. Um, coming up next, your texts on, have you ever worked or hung out with someone who stunk and, and you had to tell them, right? You can't just go on and not tell them you're helping them out. If you tell them, uh, you, your, your texts on that are next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. You know the reason that Survivor song, I the Tiger, became so known is because Sylvester Stallone asked the band Queen to use Another One Bites the Dust for his Rocky movie. And Queen said no. And so he needed he needed another song. And he said, oh, this song by Survivor, Eye of the Tiger, sounds cool. And he ended up putting that song in the movie. And look what it did for for that band. That 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 band could live off that one song. And from what I understand, uh, they do. That that one song has made them millions of dollars. And, and, and go figure, it should have been the Queen song, Another One Bites the Dust, but they said, no, we don't want to give you permission to use that song in your Rocky, mover, Rocky movie, Sly. Sorry, pal. Great break for the band Survivor. So this morning's Big O segment, if you're just joining us, is if you know someone or work with someone who smells bad, they, they have body odor, they got the B.O., you, you need to tell them, right? Be respectful about it. But if you don't tell them, I think you're hurting them more than if you, if, if, if you do tell them. And again, be nice about it, but say, look, I like you, but I, I got to tell you something. You smell bad. You stink. You know, do something about it. 
and I asked you to text us. That's right, right? And and have you ever worked or had to be with someone that smelled bad? Y- you have to tell them, right? This first text says, we had a buddy in the military that was notorious for not showering, so we broke out the fire hose and sprayed him one day. You know, I bet, I bet in the military that sometimes can be an issue because in, in the military you can't always shower uh, when you when you want to or you need to. I mean, I, I'm thinking about World War II. Oh, you talking about on the on a on a lines? I'm, I think they just mean you know just on the base. Oh, okay. This text says. Uh, had to tell a guy that served in the military every day how bad his B.O. was. Then we found out he didn't care because he was born without a sense of smell. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Aaron says, I had a roommate in the Marine Corps that stunk so bad we threw him out, threw him and his stuff out of the room because he wouldn't shower for weeks on end. What is these people? Like, I'm noticing a pattern that there are people that don't shower for some reason. See, that's fixable. That's not, that is something you can tell somebody. Like, dude, you got to start showering or something because that's something they can actually do. Nothing's stopping them from showering. Because Coleman earlier said that there are some people that just stink, and it doesn't matter what they do, they're, they're, they're always going to stink. You know, I, I, but you still have to tell them. You, yeah. you, you smell bad. Kelly from Pearl River says, I worked at a swamp tour company. My boss had to tell this bigger girl that she smelled because everyone was complaining. Man, and that's around the swamp, too. Jesus. Yeah, Fausto says, I had a co-worker whose clothes always stunk from being left in the dryer all day long, and I could never bring myself to tell that person even though I wanted to so badly. Now, that's what I would say because I under- I've, I've had clothes that smelled like that. Like when you leave the uh, clothes in the washer for too long before you get to dry them, they have the stale water type smell to it i can't explain it but i've been guilty of that and i just had to wash my clothes and but yeah that's something you can tell somebody because they can wash their clothes over again and get that smell uh, but that's not body odor that's not bo but it's still something that stinks some people are bad for that some people don't smell that 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 stale water smell in their clothes and they go to work like that bo has a specific smell it's like when it's like when when you watch a police show and you see a cop say there's a dead body in the room. If you've ever smelled that, you'll you'll know what it is as soon as you smell it again. Yeah, but you still body wanna, odors the same way. Yeah, but you still will want to tell somebody their clothes smell bad too. You know, um, this text says we worked with a guy that was that was allergic to all perfumes and colognes. So, and yes, he did stink at in the middle of the day and so on. Man, that would suck being allergic to all perfume and cologne. But deodorant, does that count as a perfume or cologne? <laughs> I, I bet you that guy's probably allergic to that, too. This text says, I work with my husband, and yes, he stinks. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, 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 just, you just don't work with him, you, too. You, you gotta. This text says, my pheromones smell delicious, or so my wife says. What's that? My pheromones smell delicious to my wife, she tells me. That's mm-hmm. what it, yeah. This text says, you have to tell him, if you don't, uh, you uh, you won't have the chance. All right, if you don't, they won't have the chance to smell better if possible. And it also says, Coleman, how does your nose know if an odor is fixable or not? Well, that's easy. Different body parts have different body odors. Like your feet smell different from your armpits. Your armpits smell better than your butt. Your butt smells better than bad breath. And uh, and I've had some people, like uh, the two people that I know that can't do anything about it. One, she had uh, halitosis. 
And nope, she went to the doctor for it. She couldn't do anything about it. And it's a different smell. The halitosis and rotten tooth smell is different from a regular bad breath smell. You can smell the difference. Just like uh, I had a coworker who sweated profusely. No matter how much soap and shampoo he used, he just smelled like that. He couldn't do anything about it. Uh, that's just his natural body odor. And the only way that would be able to change is if he changed his diet, which wasn't going to help. Because I think that came from the foods that he ate. So there are certain things. You can smell the difference between different types of B.O. smells and which ones are pretty much fixable and which ones is like, that's just that guy. And if you're just joining us, I mentioned earlier in the show how I uh, I once worked with someone who, who stunk, and I, I, I smelled them for a few different days, and, and I, I finally said something. I said, look, I'm, I like you. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because I'm, I, 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 I like you. Um, you. You have body odor. You, you stink. And he, he looked right at me and said, I know exactly how I smell. I don't want people getting close to me. Well, that's a strategy. <laughs> wow. And it blew my mind. Ray and Covenant says, y'all stink because y'all never read my texts. Hey, see that, Ray? <laughs> he texted that a couple times, actually. How about that? And, and I know, and I mentioned to Coleman, he and I work in this small little studio. The Bayou studio is not very big. And, and if he stunk, um, I, would, I, I would know just like if, if – if I stunk, he would know, and and I mean, you'd ha- we we would have to say something. I mean, you you can't not say something. Just be respectful about it. Be nice about it, and uh, because there are some people who stink, and that's that that's a fact. We appreciate your texts. Thank you. We always do, and we always invite you to text our show, no matter what we're talking about. Coming up, I still have the dumbest thing I read all morning. Um, Boy, I heard this one rock star say he hates another rock star who pretty much everybody loves. And O.J. Simpson is back in the news. Uh, Stay tuned for those reports. We still got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterlind. Yesterday it was announced that Journey is coming to New Orleans. Journey is playing with... I've seen either Billy Idol or Toto. And, and what I saw about New Orleans, that show, I, I saw Journey and Toto. Boy, it's something when you think of Journey, Billy Idol, and Toto. And, and, and it's going to be 2022. I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about bands that were, that were big 40 years ago. What, what year is it? Oh, oh really? Journey? And and Toto, Billy Idol, wow! They're 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 headlining uh, arenas. They're they're playing arenas all over the country in 2022. That's something. Uh, our show here in New Orleans is Friday night, April 15th, at the Smoothie King Center, and we're going to give tickets away to that show. Starting today, 
listen at 9-2-5. And you hear us play Journey at 9-2-5. Yeah, within those hours, the uh, 9 o'clock hour, the 2 p.m. hour, and the 5 p.m. hour. There's going to be a Journey song that plays in one of those hours. Be, be listening, and, and if, you, if you hear Journey... Then you go to our website, buyu957.com, click on the, the box that says, hey, win journey tickets. And then you just, uh, I think you, you... You put you, in the title of the song. Type yep. in the name of the song. So uh, that's cool. Tickets go on sale Friday for everybody. I think the pre-sale is Thursday. Um. Life slowly getting back to normal. And that's uh, it's cool. And, and you know that, that journey box on our website where you click, that's right below our King of the Bayou. Football, NFL picks competition that we're having. And by the way, if you haven't signed up yet, we're at the halfway point of the season. You could still win... $50 to spend at Zapardo's Family Market if you pick the most winners each week. And there's no point spread. You just you just pick the games. So when you get a second, if you haven't signed up yet, go sign up. It's free. It doesn't cost none. Sign up at our website, buyu957.com. And uh, you could be in our King of the Bayou football contest. You won't be able to win the grand prize anymore because that, that that's for people who've been in it from week one and, and were given out $6,000 worth of stuff, including a, a diamond ring, an autographed Drew Brees Saints jersey, an autographed Drew Brees football, giving away some cool stuff. But if you sign up now, if you haven't been in it, you could still win our weekly prize for the most winning picks each week, and that's the $50 to spend at Zapardo's Family Market in Metairie. Um, so go to our website, buyu957.com, and then uh, click on the King of the Bayou. And again, right next to that is, is where you win the journey tickets as well. Our website's cool. A lot of lot of lot of cool things on our website at buyu957.com. Yeah, even some tailgate tickets to see the Saints and the Buffalo games. How about that? Coleman, are you still winning when it comes to oh, the yes. Bayou crew with our King of the Bayou? I'm winning. I'm dominating. I'm, I think I'm up by five right now. Wow. I'm at 75. Uh, you're second place at 70. Ginty fell back to like fourth or fourth. I think right now even, even the boss man, he's in the top four. So he beat Ginty out. So so you're you're in first place so by by five games over me? Yes. I gotta turn that around on the second half of the season. I mean I'm I'm I gotta defend my, my championship. I, I won the King of the Bayou last year for the Bayou crew and I've I've gotta win again because I know more about football than you do. Yeah, I'm at seventy five. You're second at seventy. Josh, our traffic guy is at sixty eight and he's tied with Kevin, our boss man at sixty eight, and Ginty fell to sixty three. Huh. Wow, he fell off the uh, map. Yeah, I hope Ginty's okay. 
Because all that running he was doing was probably scrambling his brain. Mm. Our website, Bayou957.com. It, it's 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 a, it's a cool website. We uh, we tweaked it, we updated it, we and we got a lot of lot of good stuff on there. Hey, you see who just made the news? O.J. Simpson is in the news again. Evidently, the other night, a an attractive woman was somewhere, a bar, and. O.J. Simpson came in, and she decided to make a, a video of herself with O.J., and she put it on TikTok. I mean, what would you do if you were in a bar or a restaurant or a store and O.J. Simpson walked in? I mean, would you, would you say, hey, come here, I want to I make a video with you and put it on TikTok. And in the video, I think he tried kissing her. Yeah, he tried. And uh, she backed away. Rejected! Yeah, she's this uh, blonde woman. In all fairness, the way she was fangirling over OJ, I think he caught the mixed signals. Because she was like, oh, it's OJ. He's, he's a Cadillac. So I think she was so into OJ's fangirling that when OJ was like, oh, I might have a chance with this one. So I think he went in. Because she was kind of... Close. OJ's thinking that it, it it's life before he pretty much decapitated his his wife with a knife and and uh, her her friend Ronald Goldman. Clearly, um, yeah, he he read the signals wrong. Yep. He, he lives in Las Vegas, and you know he he goes out places. I mean, he was affected by the by the pandemic as well. But evidently, when 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 he goes out places, people still go up to him and they, hey, OJ. I mean, look, look what he did. Yet people will, would still go up and get right next to him. And To be honest, I don't understand why OJ is going out. He is 74 years old. What the hell is this geriatric ass going out the clubs for in the first place? Did you know he was 74? Yeah, he's OJ. What the hell is he? What does, his 74-year-old ass need to cast his ass home somewhere. Instead, he's out with the clubs with these twenty-year, these twenty-some teeny boppers. Do you know the life he lived before he 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 killed his his wife and her friend? Do do you know do you know the life he lived? Everywhere he went, people went up to him. Attractive women went up to him and said, "Hey, OJ, what's up?" So so in his mind, you know, he, he's probably thinking, "Well, you know." That's that's how my life always was. And sure, now it's a little bit different, but I'm still OJ. Yeah, I get that. But once again, if I was if I was in that position and this woman was doing the stuff she was doing, putting me on videos, singing all my praises and all that, I would have thought she was into me too. She the only the, OJ fell when he went into the kiss and she did that little lateral move and she dove out the way. But before that, it really looked like she was into OJ. I can't I can't blame him for believing that. Cause she was giving out all the all the wrong signals. But when he tried to kiss her, the look on her face got very awkward. Oh yeah, oh no, she, she completely transformed. She's like, oh, and backed up. <laughs> but before that, it looked like she was really into some OJ. Wow, I I just uh, I wish I could tell you what I would do if I was sitting at a bar or in a restaurant and OJ walked in.
I, I, I would just go, huh, and that was it, and continue drinking my beer. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say killer. No, or any, I wouldn't. Say, I wouldn't say anything to OJ. No, anything like that. No, no, I would not. I wouldn't want to leave suddenly because I think that'd be too obvious that I might feel uncomfortable. Like I got to get out of here. OJ's here, but I would finish my beer and say, "Oh, that's it for me. Gotta go home." Wow. Well, well, OJ, uh, he he's still living his life. He's 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 going out. He's going up to younger blonde women and, and talking to them, being in videos with them, trying to kiss them. Uh, geez, how about that? Yeah, this text says, pimping don't die. <laughs> All right, I guess OJ's big pimping with a 74-year-old ass. Yeah, what would you do if you were out someplace and, and, and OJ walked in? It would be tough for me not to say something about him, him, him killing his wife and you don't think and he's her, her friend. He, he's had to hear it all by now. He's all on Twitter. You think he, there's nothing you can say to OJ that he hasn't heard already, John? You you'd be wasting your breath. I'm quite sure everybody has told OJ some way, shape, or form, reminded him about that day. So he's he's like, all right, I know. Yes, all right, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not something easy to easily easily gotten over. He, I'm question. He reads his Twitter comments. He knows. He knows. He knows. He's out there still living his life, and he and he and he's still still being OJ. Isn't that something? And and I, and I wonder how long. I mean, this is just gonna keep going until OJ keeps going. Until OJ stops going. All right, coming up. I've got the dumbest thing I read all morning. And I got to tell you this quick story about how one rock star hates probably the most popular rock star ever, at least the most popular rock star who's still living. That's some story. I got to tell you that next. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Most rockers look up to Paul McCartney. They, they, Many of them say it's because of you I became a rock person, a rock and roller. Well, singer and, and, and drummer of Genesis, Phil Collins, just told the story, and he said he used to feel that way, but he said he met Paul McCartney when Phil Collins was working at the Buckingham Palace party back in 2002. Paul McCartney came up to him with his then-wife, Heather Mills, and Phil Collins had a first edition of The Beatles by Hunter Davies. Uh, is a book. And Phil Collins said, I said to Paul McCartney, hey, Paul, do you mind signing this for me? And then Paul McCartney said, oh, Heather, our little Phil's a bit of a Beatles fan. And Phil Collins said, I thought you bleep, you bleep. Uh, the word rhymes with truck. What did 
What did McCarthy say that was wrong? Phil is a, a Beatles. He, he looked at his wife and he said, Heather, our little Phil's a bit of a Beatles fan. Uh, okay. So, so he's kind of like, and Phil Collins isn't the tallest guy in the world. So he, he kind of made him feel like crap at that moment. Oh, okay. And, and he said, Phil, well, Phil Collins said, Paul McCartney was one of my heroes, but he has this thing when he's talking to you where he makes you feel like, I know this must be hard for you because I'm a Beatle. I'm Paul McCartney, and it must be very hard for you to actually be holding a conversation with me. That's what I, Phil Collins said about about meeting Paul McCartney. I think Phil Collins is being overly too sensitive. Because here's, here's what I think is happening. Uh, Paul McCartney has a very, very English accent, a heavy English accent, and everything they say sounds kind of condescending just because they have that that air of, I'm Paul McCartney, little Phil, he's a fan of mine. I can see how it, it would sound kind of snobbish, but I think that's just how Phil, I mean, how McCartney talks. He's, he's not... American. So with that accent, I think he does sound a little bit more condescending and snobbish than he actually really is. But Phil Collins is from the same country yeah. that Paul McCartney's from. They you'd think Phil Collins would know, but but the way the way he told the story, he thought that Paul McCartney was just crapping all over him. Little Phil, I can see, but yeah, it's uh, Little Phil is a bit of a fan, Heather. I can see how that can sound like royal snobbishness, but I don't think McCarthy meant anything by it. He was just excited that Little Phil was a fan. So Paul McCartney used to be one of Phil Collins' heroes until he met him, and then he didn't like the the conversation I just described, and now Phil Collins hates Paul McCartney just because of that one line. Little Phil's well, a bit of a fan, and that 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 ruined all that legacy that Paul McCartney had built up in your head. He said one thing you didn't like, now you hate the guy. That's overly too sensitive. That's some story, huh? Coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning. Uh, uh, another ass in an airport. That's next, and 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 it wasn't just his backside. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, I'm John Osterland. It's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. A 44-year-old man got arrested for getting naked and pleasuring himself inside of an airport on Friday. <clears throat> this happened at the airport in Minneapolis, Minnesota. A 44-year-old man was naked, started pleasuring himself in the airport. And then he threatened to kill a TSA agent. And when they told him to put something on or stand down, he said, it's a free country. It's not quite that free where you can go into an airport, get naked and start pleasuring yourself. It's funny how people's moods work. This guy, he threatened to kill somebody, yet he was still able to turn himself on. 
Usually when I'm so enraged and angered that I want to kill somebody, I'm not turned on to where I can pleasure myself or vice versa. When I'm turned on to the point where I can pleasure myself, I'm not thinking about killing anybody. But this guy in one short time went from being able to pleasure himself and threatening to kill somebody all within a few minutes. Yeah, his emotions were uh, all over the place. <laughs> Clearly everything was all over the place. His name is Frank Towers. You idiot. 44 years old and he got arrested Friday in Minneapolis at the airport because he got naked at the airport, started pleasuring himself, got into it with a TSA agent, threatened to kill that TSA agent. And when the airport police told him to stand down, he refused because, quote, it's a free country. Clearly he wasn't standing down. He was standing up. If somebody threatened you and they didn't have any clothes on whatsoever, John, would you feel threatened by that? If they said, hey, I'm going to kill you, and you saw that they were butt-ass naked with no weapon or anything, would you take that threat seriously? No, but, Coleman, this guy picked up a stanchion post, and he started swinging it around like a weapon. Paya! So he's, he's swinging a post. Hmm. Probably wasn't the only thing swinging on him there in the airport. Um, he swung it around and threw it at the at the TSA agent. Then the cops confronted him, and that's when he uh, said, "It's a free country." And and after he said that, they had to tase him. I'm quite sure the taser worked. He didn't have that much body armor on. He was also punching and headbutting television screens in the airport. And at one point, he picked up a chair and, and threw it. He was arrested and charged with uh, threats of violence and fourth-degree assault, which are felonies. You know, when people go crazy like this and start head-butting televisions and throwing posts all over the place and getting naked and pleasuring themselves and threatening lives, I wonder where, why, the, what, what possesses them to choose those locations? Like, why at an airport or why at a zoo? Like, when they pick these locations, I wonder what goes through their mind. Like, you know what? That'll be the perfect place. I'm going, I'm, going, I'm going to go to the airport and just flip out. A lot of crazy stuff has been happening lately at airports and on airplanes. That's true. We're, we're seeing people who work for airlines uh, getting punched, getting assaulted. Paya! And, and, and now you... With, with, with the people punching the airline employees, some are saying that has to do with having to wear a, a mask and we're at the end of the pandemic and, and some people are just losing it. But... Um, who who would go in, into an airport, take off all their clothes, and just start just just start pleasuring themselves right, right there in the airport? Was he going somewhere? Did he get a ticket? Like, where was he? Did he have a- I, I don't know where he was going. I mean, he was in the airport for a reason. You would think there was a plane that he had to catch, or he was welcoming someone who was flying in from somewhere, but 
It didn't say anything about that in the story. All it said was this dude was in the Minneapolis airport on Friday. He got naked, started pleasuring himself, and started do, started doing these other things, and um, and and they had to arrest him. So the forty-four-year-old uh, Frank Towers, the the man who threatened a TSA agent, got naked, pleasured himself, yelled, "It's a free country!" In the Minneapolis airport this past Friday, man, that's the dumbest thing I read all morning. That's one that's so dumb, I, I've got a headache after reading it. i got to start reading some, some things that are, that are better for my brain, that will make me smarter and better. I've got I to start doing that more here on Bayou 95.7. New Orleans only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.